You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get going. Get going. Yeah, put four guys out there. That was a majestic home run for Trout. His eighth home run. Jumped on an elevated pitch, and he got it out. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Trout, an amazing first month of the season. What is interesting, I, I saw uh, they were looking at some of the numbers MLB Network yesterday with Trout. He has by far, by far, the uh, lowest launch angle. In his entire career. And look how he is smashing this season. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. This is BetQL Daily. Let's bring in Sean Zarello. Covers baseball, UFC. Saw him betting the Derby over the weekend. So he's busy over there. Betting analyst for the Action Network. At Sean Zarello on Twitter. Hey, Sean, you're rich now. $240 million, man. You know, a, a man of your stature. I don't know that it's the best look that you're constantly booing the Astros and Altuve last night. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, very nice to see our, our company uh, well respected in the in the market, and, and nice to have all that interest, and, and certainly nice to put a lot of uh, capital raising behind us. So good news for our company this weekend. But unfortunately, uh, I was on the the Giants in Game Two of that doubleheader last night, so that's mm. that's probably my worst loss of the season to date. Uh, are you a Yankees or Mets guy? I always forget. I'm a Mets fan. Okay. All right, let's start with the bad news. <laughs> so he scratched from the Tuesday start, dodged the injured list for now. We're, we're going to wait and see what happens. Let's say, let, let's play out worst case scenario for, for people that are betting, that are thinking about the NL Cy Young Award. I know there were people jumping on social media yesterday. Okay, I got to bet a guy that this means DeGrom might miss multiple starts. We're not there yet. But, but let's say we get there. How wide open is this? I, I know Burns would be viewed as the guy to bet on, the, the guy most likely to win if it's not DeGrom, but how wide open is it really if it isn't him? Extremely. Um, you know, I'm not even sure that Corbin Burns is the best candidate on this team, considering he's also out right now. I'm not sure if he's on COVID-restricted list or, or what his, his deal is. But uh, Freddie Peralta, who's pitching today, has been absolutely incredible. If you go by strikeout rate baseball, uh, pitchers who have thrown at least 50 innings over the past two years, he's right behind Corbin Burns. He's fourth. It's DeGrom, Bieber, Corbin Burns, Peralta, Tyler Glasnow, Garrett Cole. And then Trevor Bauer's right behind them. So I think there's a few obvious candidates, like Bauer from last year, who's pitched well so far. Uh, if you look by ESPN Cy Young predictor right now, they actually have Jack Flaherty at the top of the list. I think because he's five and zero, probably getting a lot of bonus points for that, having the most wins. But 
yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of guys who I identified in the preseason who should have enough volume to get their way into the discussion. Uh, another pitcher from the Brewers, Brandon Woodruff. But you look at the way a guy like Alex Wood on the Giants is throwing. Aaron Noel has been terrific. Um, there, I mean, there's a ton of guys out there who should certainly garner consideration if DeGrom is going to miss a significant chunk of time. What about in the American League? Because obviously we know the big names like uh, Shane Bieber. Any value with the Cy Young still or even in the MVP race in the uh, American League right now, Sean? Yeah, I should mention Tyler Molly in the uh, the NL as well as a guy really oh, yeah. here. Uh, in, the, in the AL, yeah, I mean, Rodon has been incredible. Uh, obviously, anytime you get the no-header, you're going to get a, a little bit of a bump in terms of publicity and in voters' minds. Um, Garrett Cole has been throwing his changeup more this year. Uh, so he's, he's been a little bit more effective against opposite handed hitting. Um, so I think it's still kind of his award to lose at this point, especially cause he hasn't won one yet. I, I have an inkling that voters want to give him one just because he's been so good for such an extended period of time at this point and hasn't managed to take on the award, but Glasnow with his new pitch has been, been pretty fantastic. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez has looked pretty, pretty fantastic for the Red Sox. So there's, there's a bunch of guys out there. Um, but I, I think it's still the usual suspects that we expected coming into the year with, with Bieber and Cole. And, uh, I mean, Glasnow was a guy I took a shot on at 15 to one. So help provided. And as long as he gets to that 180 inning threshold or so, I think he's going to be right in the discussion. Sean, before we move past the, uh, Cy Young portion of this conversation, um, a, a name that I was thinking about that has a pretty good number right now that you did not mention. What do you think about you Darvish at 20? Yeah, use a guy that I was on preseason two. Um, had had some of him last year. Uh, I think I got like twenty to one, twenty five to one, closer to opening day. And his number this year was uh, was around twelve to fourteen to one. So if you're talking about a twenty to one on him right now, when he's already throwing the baseball well, uh, you know, if he if he has a great start tonight, that's probably only going to go down, especially considering the Grom news. So, so certainly, Darvish at twenty to one, absolutely a guy to jump in on. Sean, what do you make of the Dodgers' struggles right now? Four and twelve over the last sixteen, worst record in the National League. Do you expect them to get right, or are you looking at maybe some other teams that you can maybe buy low on right now in the National League as far as the futures market? No, I mean I, I expect some positive regression for the Dodgers. They still have, I believe, the best run differential in baseball. Uh, they're plus thirty-eight, and the Giants are right behind them at plus thirty-one. So I, I think it's more speaks to the quality of of having three, four solid teams in that division. The Diamondbacks are playing well, too, but I don't think the Giants are going away. And I've started to say it to some people privately, but I'm not 100% convinced that the Padres are making the playoffs. If the Giants are going to stick around and be competitive, which if you look at their pitching, if you look at their expected hitting stats, Buster Posey crushing the ball, Longoria crushing the ball, like they have guys that are giving this team legitimate performance and a legitimate lift so the Giants aren't aren't going to go away the Dodgers have you've been struggling a little bit no Ballinger in the lineup they lost that guy McKinnistry who was giving them flexibility uh I think the Dustin May injury is fairly significant we saw what he did and how effective he was in the postseason last year kind of gave him the option to either start him or bring him out of the bullpen and get three shutdown innings in the middle of any game so I think I think the May injury is fairly significant they have a ton of guys that they could still bring up like Josiah Gray who's their top prospect and the, the Dodgers are absolutely loaded from top to bottom. They're like, if you give the Rays $400 million and told them to spend as much as you want, but also develop that farm system. So Dodgers are, uh, over the course of 162 games, they're going to be a tough team to hold off in that division. Sean, let's hit on the American League Central. White Sox, another 
tough blow the other day. Now it's Luis Robert who's going to miss the next three to four months. Add him to the Eloy Jimenez list. Maybe we see him the final month of the season. Kansas City still hanging around atop the division. Cleveland making a bit of a run. They're right there. Minnesota, they blow another game last night. Detroit, nowhere near uh, a part of this conversation. Which team's winning the AL Central? Yeah, I think the Twins are the best team on paper, um, but they have the most work to do, too. I mean, they're five games behind right now, and that's that's a lot to make up over the course of the season. If you look at how Fangrass have adjusted their playoff odds since the start of the season, um, they have the Twins as, as the most likely team. They have them at 63% making the playoffs, close to 50% to win the division, and those are down closer to 30% and 20% right now. Um, so based on the position the White Sox have gained, they like them the most, but I have a bet on Cleveland at 10 to 1. I think they're very much alive. Their pitching is fantastic. Uh, They've been the unluckiest team on the hitting side so far this year. If we look at the difference between actual and expected weighted on base average. So I'm expecting Cleveland to start hitting a little bit more in the future. And you pair that with their pitching and their bullpen, uh, they're going to be a pretty dangerous team. So I I don't think the Royals are are going anywhere either, like the Giants. Um, That was another team, I'd say the two teams that was highest on in each league that were projected to win fewer than 80 games coming into the season. So I I wouldn't be surprised if the Royals continue to play well and, and, get their way into the, the second wild card spot or at least compete for it. Um, so it's, it's an interesting division just because there's no really standout team right now. And as the White Sox are finally getting their the bottom of their pitching to emerge with, with Cease and Radon here, they just have absolutely no position player depth to complement it. So might be favored on paper right now to win the division just because of the, the status they've gained. But uh, if you can get a, a decent number on the Twins right now, um, I'd consider buying in just because I think they're going to come storming up as long as Buxton stays healthy. Because, man, when that guy's on the field, he can rival Trout as the best player in baseball. He's absolutely tremendous. Yeah, I, I took a look the other day after the news of Robert. I believe you could find Minnesota in that plus 360, plus 380 range. Uh, Sean Zarillo, the Action Network. This is Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat on BetQL Daily. What about today's card? What do you like, Sean? Yeah, so there's a and that plus 360, plus 400. That's probably about where their their odds should be lined right now. So that's I think that's mm-hmm. a pretty fair number. Um, so I'm on a few things today. Uh, normally not on too many favorites, but there's two I like today. I mentioned the Brewers earlier. I don't think the market has caught up to what Peralta is doing yet. His slider is absolutely fantastic. Like he's he's throwing two pitchers. He's mostly fastball slider, but that that slider is a frisbee. I don't know if you guys remember. Pedro Feliciano, who was a left-handed reliever for the Mets and Yankees about 10 years ago, but it's like a right-handed version of Feliciano's slider. It starts all the way behind the batter and just cuts across the plate. So I don't I don't know how you hit that thing, but uh, I like the Brewers' first five and full game, more, more so first five. Uh, Max Reed coming back today for the Braves. Guy who metrics have kind of a tough time capturing just because he's such a high ground ball rate, doesn't really have like the overpowering strikeout or walk numbers that you would expect from an ace, but some hidden hidden gems in his metrics, and if the Braves are bringing him back, I'm assuming he's healthy. So I think he's getting a little bit undervalued there against Eric Fede. So I like the Braves' first five and full game as well. And then my my typical weekly Shohei Otani bet against where I'm probably very <laughs> funny. Uh, you know, I love Otani. Don't get me wrong. I love everything that he's doing. I think he's great for the game. I think he's great for paving the path for the game to become more exciting in the future with these two-way players. But on a start-to-start basis, I think people want to bet on him. And for that reason, I think he's overvalued, too. So I, I make the Rays a slight favorite today, actually. Uh, 
tougher to gauge their first five with Kittredge in there. You don't really know who they're going to bring in after him, but definitely like the Rays over the full game. Uh, if you can get plus 105, plus 110 or better, and then uh, a little bit of first five as well. Sean, we only got about 30 seconds. Uh, so, sorry to put you on the spot. Anything you like as far as uh, UFC fight night this weekend? No, not not really. I haven't been able to look into it a ton yet just because uh, they're changing the main event up at the last minute. But uh, Gregor Gillespie, uh, probably a guy will be on as a big favorite. And then uh, there's this guy, Drockart Close, who's uh, – or sorry, Ludovic Klein, who's fighting this weekend, who's just a name to keep an eye on. So if you like up-and-coming prospects, Ludovic Klein could be a name to remember. Really fantastic striker. MLB and UFC betting analyst for the Action Network, Sean Zarillo. Make sure you're following him by his name on Twitter. Thanks, Sean. Best of luck today. Thanks. You too, guys. John Zarillo. I, I agree with his twins take. I was looking at those prices as well. They're probably the, the best, and maybe it's uh, the best number you're going to find all year. It's just it's hard to believe. They keep blowing these games. They did it again last night, and I thank them for that as my Rangers plus 150 hit. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to hear he's on the Brewers as well and hear him say that. Everybody's sleeping on Freddie Peralta. We keep talking about Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff. What Peralta's doing has been pretty magnificent as well for Milwaukee. All right, let's talk about the association. ESPN front office insider Bobby Marks will drop by next. Can't wait to go over a few of these issues in the NBA right now with Bobby. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. Keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network.